this is K.M. Wyland, and you're listening to the 368th episode of the Helping Writers Become Authors podcast. I've been juggling my schedule around like crazy this past year. I think it's a sign I'm finally becoming more flexible and spontaneous. Maybe. Uh, For most of the year, I enjoyed writing in the mornings and saving work stuff like email until the very end of the afternoon. But now that I brought my writing back inside, I'm surprised to find that I'm actually working best under exactly the opposite circumstances. Right now, I'm trying to get my email and other duties out of the way as early as possible so I have the rest of the day clear to focus on other projects. And then I say my writing itself until the very last thing, the last two or three hours in the afternoon. Since I can no longer take my writing outside, and since, as I mentioned previously, the internet was proving such an unholy distraction, I found a new routine in setting up my rolling laptop tray beside my window, lighting up the white fairy lights around the frame, and writing in the warm low light as the sun goes down. Gets a little chilly by the window on some of these sub-zero days, but the atmosphere is striking me just right these days for dream zoning my way into my stories. Whatever works, right? No new blog posts on the website this week, just a heartfelt Christmas greeting and a not-quite-so-heartful-but-definitely-elf-filled dancing routine that kinda sorta comes from yours truly. You can find that at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And now I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast entitled Deepen Your Story with Character Misdirection. In childhood, stories are always about exactly what they appear. C-spot, C-spot run. But as we grow older and our life experiences deepen, so do our story experiences. What emerges is often a complex weave of subtext and misdirection. Life isn't always as we perceive it on its surface. And even when it is, half the time we miss what's right in front of our noses anyway. Our stories should reflect that. And one of the best tools for achieving this effect is character misdirection. So what is character misdirection? Simply, this is when the protagonist and the readers believe another character fulfills one role when, in fact, he fulfills exactly the opposite. The great John Truby calls these characters fake opponent allies and fake ally opponents. I prefer simply false enemies and false allies. In short, these are characters who are not what they seem. They provide rich opportunities for dichotomy, juxtaposition, insights into the protagonist, insights into the theme, plot revelations, and plot twists. So they're both incredibly useful and incredibly fun to work with. Character misdirection can be broken down into four variations on the false enemy slash ally. Number one, the false ally. This is a character who pretends to be on the protagonist's side when really she's not. Even as she seems to support the protagonist's goals, she is privately working toward her own ends, which are in opposition to the protagonist. For example, the false ally might be a mole or a spy planted in the hero's camp by the main antagonist. Edmund Pevensey starts out C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe by luring his siblings to the White Witch in exchange for sweeties. 
Or the false ally might be someone who despises the protagonist and his goals, but who feels the best way to undermine him is by masquerading under the guise of friendship. Miss Havisham, in Charles Dickens's Great Expectations, is believed by the protagonist Pip to be his great friend and benefactor, when she is, in fact, working to symbolically destroy him in vengeance for having been jilted by her fiancé many years past. Or the false ally might be someone who has no actual ill will for the protagonist, but whose goals are so diametrically opposed to the protagonist's welfare that her well-meaning advice is incredibly misleading and destructive for the protagonist. Tyler Durden in Chuck Balhanek's Fight Club seems to be the protagonist's friend, but as the story progresses, the protagonist slowly begins to realize that Tyler has been working his own agenda from the beginning. Or the false ally might be someone who truly believes himself to be aligned with the protagonist before his own goals and desires pull him away. Willoughby, in Jane Austen's Sense and Sensibility, was believed by the Dashwood women to be their friend. And indeed, Willoughby himself seems to have felt the same, but his true nature eventually betrays them when he abandons Marianne without explanation. The false ally often aligns with Dramatica's contagonist archetype, which stands in opposition to the mentor or guardian, in that she appears to be on the protagonist's side while subtly luring him away from his truth and his victory in the conflict. The second variation is the false enemy. Just the opposite of what we just talked about, the false enemy is a character who appears to be opposed to the protagonist, but is in fact on the protagonist's side in part or in whole. The protagonist doesn't trust him, either because he suspects the character is an enemy or because the character has outright presented himself as such. But as the story progresses, the facts just don't quite stack up and it becomes clear the true obstacle is the fact that the protagonist's distrust of this character is standing in the way of their working together toward a common goal. For example, the false enemy might be a double agent, someone who appears to be working for the enemy, but is in fact in the employ of the good guys all along. In Marvel's Captain America the Winter Soldier, The protagonist, Cap's best friend, Bucky Barnes, has been brainwashed into serving Hydra's evil ends. But even though he obstructs Cap's goals until the very end, he ultimately reverts to his true role of ally. Or the false enemy might be someone who fulfills a stereotypical bad role, prejudicing the protagonist against her, even as this character works toward the protagonist's ultimate good. Magwitch, in Great Expectations, plays the reverse role to Miss Havisham's. His role as a brutal escaped convict convinces the protagonist Pip he is evil when, in fact, Magwitch turns out to have been his benefactor all along. Or the false enemy might be someone who is not for the protagonist, but who is working against the antagonist so that his goals, at least momentarily, align with the protagonists in a the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of twist. In Born Ultimatum, CIA Chief Pam Landy becomes Born's unofficial ally in an attempt to bring down the corruption at the heart of the CIA's covert black ops. Variation number three is the false ally turned true ally. This is where things can get tricky. Sometimes characters who aren't what they seem turn out to be exactly what they seem. The false ally 
who becomes a true ally, is a fun character because of the inherent character arc involved. Although this character starts out opposed to the protagonist, her exposure to the protagonist inspires change within her life, to the point that her goals and motivations can entirely shift. In Anatomy of Story, Truby says this character is valuable because he is inherently complex. This character often goes under a fascinating change in the course of the story. By pretending to be an ally of the hero, the fake ally opponent starts to feel like an ally. So he becomes torn by a dilemma. For example, sometimes the character will resolve his inner dilemma and turn away completely from the opposition to become a true ally. In Brent Weeks's Night Angel trilogy, the protagonist Kyler's opposing assassin apprentice, Viridiana, falls in love with him and eventually comes over to his side completely. Or sometimes the character will fail to completely resolve his internal dilemma. Torn between loyalties, he may fail to wholly satisfy either, or may reluctantly swerve back to his original alignment with the opposition. Vesper Lind in Ian Fleming's Casino Royale he is essentially a double agent who comes to despise her original loyalties only to be sucked irrevocably and lethally back into them. And variation number four, the false enemy turned true enemy. So finally, we have characters who masquerade as enemies only to end by creating genuine obstacles between the protagonist and her goals. These characters are rarer since they present the least amount of conflict and complexity. The protagonist generally dislikes them from the start, which means there isn't much in the way of angst when these characters really do betray her. Still, they can create an interesting subplot of personal turmoil as they sort through their own loyalties. For example, this character might be one who is an avowed triple agent from the start, a spy for the bad guys who also spies for the good guys, but whose true loyalty really does lie with the bad guys. Is your head spinning yet? Ruby in Supernatural shifts alignment within the plotline multiple times. She goes from enemy to distrusted ally slash false enemy before finally revealing her alignment as a true enemy. Or this character might also be one whose loyalties are conflicted from the very beginning. He has a foot in each camp, genuinely caring for the protagonist, even though the protagonist doesn't know it, but ultimately not caring enough to do right by the protagonist. In Secondhand Lions, the protagonist's selfish mother is presented as an antagonist from the beginning, even though she loves her son and has a few short glimmers of trying to be a good mother, she ultimately cannot overcome her own self-centered needs enough to care for him, forcing a final confrontation between them in the climax. These latter two categories can get confusing really fast, so it's best to concentrate on the first two categories, straightforward false allies and false enemies, but you also have to realize they don't always have to be straightforward. So have you been able to identify any false allies or enemies in your story? Or perhaps just the potential for their use? If so, here's where you get down to business and start using character misdirection to improve your story. And you can start by concentrating on these five angles. Number one, use character misdirection to create conflict. Ultimately, the true and best use of character misdirection is to serve the heart 
of your plot to create conflict. The joy of stories about mistaken identities is the havoc caused by the character's misconceptions. When your protagonist is drawing false assumptions about another character, he will be unable to fully grapple with the true conflict. For example, false allies create conflict by misdirecting the protagonist away from the true fight while secretly working against him. False enemies create conflict by willingly or unwillingly drawing the protagonist into opposition against them while the true conflict happens elsewhere. Number two, use character misdirection to create layers of complexity. One of the most delicious things about character misdirection is its ability to create complexity and nuance within the story. Instead of black and white, good guys and bad guys, you're able to present readers with characters of subtlety and subtext. Whose side are they really on? What is their true moral alignment? What shades of gray influence their convictions? The possibilities for thematic explorations and consequences are vast as false characters are able to influence your protagonist in first one way and then the other by commenting on both sides of the thematic premise. For example, false allies create complexity by winning the protagonist's heart while sowing seeds of the lie and luring the character away from her truth. False enemies create complexity by first hardening the protagonist's heart against the truth they're trying to share and then winning her over to reconciliation and a keener understanding of the true thematic premise. Number three, use character misdirection to challenge the protagonist's beliefs and complacency. When the characters around the protagonist fail to fit neatly into boxes, according to the protagonist's initial worldview, you open the door to all kinds of personal catalysts within the protagonist's character arc. False allies and enemies will challenge the protagonist's established views of the world, just like Pip in Great Expectations. Sometimes the people we believe to be good turn out to be bad, and vice versa. For example, false allies challenge the protagonist's beliefs by creating a dichotomy between their seductive words and their dark actions in opposition to the protagonist's goals. False enemies challenge the protagonist's beliefs by disproving his prejudices and leading him to believe truth can be found even in unexpected places. Number four, use character misdirection to turn the plot. The revelations that arise from character misdirection can be wonderful plot catalysts. When the protagonist discovers the false character's true nature, the plot and its conflict always necessarily advance by leaps and bounds. For example, false allies turn the plot by forcing the protagonist to recognize he's been betrayed or perhaps even lured into betraying himself. False enemies turn the plot by forcing the protagonist to make up for the ground he lost by ignoring good advice or perhaps by having to save his newly realized ally whom he just betrayed. And number five, use character misdirection to create suspense and plot twists. The old is he good or bad question that hangs over the heads of most false characters has the ability to create untold suspense. Readers will race through your pages wondering if your protagonist is about to get stabbed in the back. As William Kane points out in Write Like the Masters, you can use the same Dickensian mystery story technique 
in your own work by purposefully withholding crucial information, such as who a friend or enemy of your hero really is. The revelation of the truth often makes for some of the best and most moving opportunities for effective plot twists. For example, false allies create suspense by casting doubt upon themselves and making readers wonder if they can really be trusted around the protagonist. False enemies create suspense in exactly the same way before eventually dispelling that doubt instead of fulfilling it. Character misdirection is a delightful game authors get to play within the pages of their stories. Who's good? Who's bad? We don't know. And that sense of curiosity will entrance readers, raise the stakes, and keep them reading right to the very end. Thank you for listening to the Wordplay Podcast. To read a transcript of this episode, you can visit my website at helpingwritersbecomeauthors.com. And be sure to check back again next week.